Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to MasterChef Australia Season 1 weekly or half-weekly recap with Zach and Mish. Uh, my name is Zach. And I'm Mish. And uh, today we're talking about the 39th most popular show on Australian television, <laughs> uh, uh, the revival of Channel 10, as it's been called, mm-hmm. uh, MasterChef Australia. Uh, we've watched three episodes. We're halfway through the week. We've watched five episodes. Well, so far, all up, we have watched five episodes. Previous to this episode. Previous to this episode. We've watched five episodes. But Well, we've watched eight episodes. Yep. We have watched eight episodes. Don't talk to me like you just said the right thing. No, you uh, you and I have watched three episodes since the last podcast. Yes, okay, now we're on board. So that's what I'm kind of going for vibe-wise. Yeah, what a great start. This Um, started really badly. Let's start again. Yeah. Does my microphone sound okay in your headphone? Yeah. Yeah, great. Hi, welcome to the uh, MasterChef Australia Season 1 podcast. I'm your co-host, Zach Rewayne. And I'm Mish. Who is also a co-host. It's just important to clarify that. Okay, sorry. I'm also a co-host of this podcast. We'd like to say thank you so much to everyone who has listened in so far. Uh, um, I, it's it's a grossly popular podcast. We're surprised. Some people told us it would be a little too niche. Yeah, but, I mean, we never doubted our, doubted this content. F the haters, I like to say. Too and I'm saying right. F instead of the real F word, mm. just in case this gets picked up. And uh, for radio. Yeah, I think that's probably, I think that's a really, but so clever. Um, so today it's our third episode of the podcast. We are reviewing episodes five, no, episodes six, seven and eight. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, Monday and Tuesday nights episodes. Yep. Uh, we are recording this on a balmy Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're reviewing the 39th most popular show in Australia. Uh, people have told us, you know, this is a silly idea for a podcast. No one's watching Channel 10. Uh, the youth are moving away from Channel 10. Uh, that's the youth broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the youth are moving on to things like MySpace or the new platform Facebook. MSN. MSN. is still popular. It's still popular. It was popular <laughs> about, about four or five years ago. It's still popular. It's still popular right now. Yep, and as and and Facebook is starting, it's starting to gain popularity. It's starting to, yeah. Uh, but MySpace still has some uh, legitimacy as a platform. Hundred percent, especially if you're a new music group. It's really, <laughs> it's really like it's an amazing platform. Well, do you know Lily Allen? Do you know Lily Allen? I do. Yeah, she she got her start, or um, Sandy Tom. Yeah, do you know Tila Tequila? Mm-hmm, she yeah. got her start on MySpace, uh, um, and she's, of course she's I know grossly Tila, popular. Tila Tequila, she's popular right now. Of course, she's um, incredibly popular right now. Um, and I think, like, let's just be honest, massive future for her. Yes, um, I, I see. A I see. Yeah, I think she's her. highly likable. 
Um, I think that, uh, you know, the world is really going to embrace her. She's not going to have to do much to gain popularity. That's no. all I'm saying. No, no, I don't think so. I don't see a future where Tilla Tequila <laughs> is saying weird, dark and desperate shit no. to, in order to gain attention. I certainly don't see a future where Tila Tequila is irrelevant. Um, I think no. she's going to be a big part of my life. Um, <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I just I hope MySpace continues. To- Nikki Avalon, that's another huge personality. <laughs> You're gonna have to remind me who Nikki Avalon. Is. He sang a song about doing the Jane Fonda. Oh, one, two, three, four. Go on, hit the floor, do the Jane Fonda. <laughs> Big future for that guy. He's very cool. Yeah. Very LA. We all love LA. Uh, we all love the sexy uh, American apparel ads. Mm-hmm. We're not using the word problematic. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we just love American apparel. Uh- <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go back to the, the 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 topic of today, which is MasterChef, MasterChef. season one, episodes six, seven, and eight. Um, the thing. That- Made me really, really excited this week. Um, I'm not going to lie, just going to preempt this. I'm a bit pissy. Oh, okay. Like angry yeah. um, at the last few episodes, but we'll discuss that in a mm-hmm. bit. But what is really exciting to me is that it is gaining popularity, that we are getting, that sorry, MasterChef is getting more viewers as time goes on. Um, so much so that we're lucky enough to have someone else here with us today. Wow. Uh, we'd like to welcome to the studio, Honor Wolf. Uh, do you want to tell, uh, I, normally I would introduce you, uh, but fuck that. Do you want to <laughs> tell our listener um, a little bit about yourself, Honor? Uh, my name is Honor Wolf. I am an actor comedian. Yeah. And I'm 25. Well, fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. And Uh, more importantly, you're a MasterChef viewer now. (sighs) I have been converted. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, it wasn't like looking like something I would be interested in, but you know, I've kind of caught the bug a little bit. So I imagine you would have uh, been watching uh, um, television, uh, Channel 10 and uh, Neighbours, which is on Channel 10. Definitely something I'm absolutely into at the moment. And you would have seen the promos and you weren't interested at first. Not really. Cooking, cooking, I just don't think it has a place on TV Mm -hmm. because it's not a big phenomenon you know and a lot of people don't I mean why would you want to watch someone cook on television like that blew my mind I that's thought, the that's, that's not... the territory of of Huey it's the territory of exactly uh, um the uh, ready steady cook it's ready steady cook that there's a mar- like they've got they've got the market it's down. the pre yes. 5 p.m slot that's what exactly. we thought that's as well and exactly. I think that that's why Zach and I started this to begin with was how is it possible mm-hmm that they have got prime time it's- with this drivel shit. <laughs> but they've done it and we're and we're and we're keen to know more. So it's really great to have you on board as as like you know in the in the 30 the, the 39th most popular show in the country. Mm. You know mm. it's gaining popularity and I we're don't excited. think I think it's hit its ceiling though. I want to say oh, that. 100%. I can't like, I can't see it moving forward well, at no. this point cuz like you said Ready Steady Cooks there and that's where I you know if I ever watch Anything to do with cooking, that's yeah. that's the main one. It's the main reason we yeah. pull sickies, really, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We can watch. Just we love pulling. Is so we can watch yeah. Ricky Lake, mm-hmm. Ready Steady Cook, mm-hmm. and Entertainment Tonight. The mm-hmm. proceed that proceeds. Doctor Phil, who at this point in time is only talking about fat people, yeah. he hasn't mm-hmm. moved past that. Yeah, yet. I I can't bring myself to watch that just yet. It's a little bit too it's too real for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, you know, he seems like a really genuine guy, not a sellout, which is nice. No, no, no. I'm, I'm really interested in where Dr. Phil um, can go. And he must be so thankful to Oprah. 
Yes, really. started his career. No, we love Oprah. Oprah's the best. Anyway, uh, let's jump straight into episode six, shall we? Absolutely. So uh, what should we say about episode six? Episode six is, uh, I would say, we've now realised the last of the preliminary episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, The show starts proper at episode seven uh, is what we've now realised. Well, I think it's fair to say that the show didn't really need the first six episodes at all. No. Mm. Um, I'm not, that's the first reason I'm angry Mm -hmm. is when episode seven started, Mm It felt like the start of a show mm. that had not been on mm. for six fucking episodes. Mm. Um, it's it, you, you could argue yeah. that it felt like we've wasted a week of our lives. I could definitely argue six hours of content. Uh, that's exactly how I felt. Which I is, found myself way, having to make sure I was home on time to watch it, mm-hmm. sitting on my couch mm. for six fucking episodes yeah. to. To feel like I didn't really need to do that, yeah, um, that hurt, and I, I just, I felt, I felt rage. I'm really sorry for you because I've just jumped on MasterChef now, and and honestly, that's my first episode. It was perfect. I understand what it's about. I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. So what happened before these episodes? I don't need to know, but there I was, just want to know what. Uh, the so general... just roughly, there was a lot of uh, uh, tasting bolognese and cutting onions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. That is it. There was tasting bolognese, cutting onions, some people fucked up shit with oysters and figs at one yeah, point. Yeah, there was an oh. oyster but fig situation. we did get to build a really great relationship with people like Sarah the Host and George Columbaris. 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 Sarah, that's why I'm watching MasterChef really. It's for yes, Sarah. So you do. like Sarah, yeah. the best. She honestly has the best, the warmest personality I've mm. seen. I haven't seen a host like her. Like she definitely needs to be there. She is what <laughs> I, I think what has brought the show up to be what it what it is. And, you know, it's getting more popular. I'm watching it for Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think we were just saying, you know, just if the ratings keep going up, just wait until season two because we mentioned this last podcast. She, her agent is going to go in hard mm. and get some good money for yeah, Sarah. Absolutely. I think get the mortgage, Sarah. Mm. There is mm. a massive future for her. If there's two things we can be certain of, it's that Sarah will be in season two and that the property market will continue to go up. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Um, um, the, the one thing I want to say about episode seven, so roughly. Seven or six? Uh, six, six, sorry. Go on. So basically what happened is there was a bit of a competition for the first half and then the second half was people uh, came in for about 40 minutes, would come before the judges and they would say whether they were in the top 20 uh-huh. or not. Mm-hmm. The the one thing I would say is thank God I'm watching this show in real time on television mm-hmm. because if I knew who the top 20 were, mm-hmm. Uh, say if I was if I were to watch this show in ten years' time, that would be the most infuriatingly boring thing. Mm. <laughs> I know what you mean, but thank God we haven't seen this before. No, this is not an and episode. This is a brand new show of television. I would want to watch ten years from now no, because it was not. forty minutes of telling people whether they were in the top yeah. ten. It was top twenty. Honestly, it was the best part of my night. Uh, because I just I love to see um, people their dreams come true and also be crushed and a lot of confusion as to whether they're in or out. Like that's my that's perfect television for me. Mm. Um, Absolutely. So, so so maybe in the future. No, but like uh, at the moment, that is what I want to see. Whether someone's in a competition or out of a competition. So I have to disagree with you. I, I thought that was um, that's my oh, favorite. No, I, I oh, loved, loved it. it. No, loved I did love it. I'm, I'm just saying, saying hypothetically, if he had to do it again. 
in ten in years' 10 time. Years time. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is. It yeah. would be an yes. infuriating forty minutes. <laughs> oh, because yeah. say if I knew, yeah. if I knew that Poe, Justine Schofield, uh, Julie, mm. uh, the guy. old man with the hat, meat guy. Uh, if I knew those people. <laughs> Were, were I don't know why we're calling him meat guy just yet. It just seems to fit. Yeah, he's a meat guy. Yeah, yeah he's he meat, does. Yeah. You know who we're talking about. He's wearing about. a hat. He's yeah. wearing a hat. But then there's also young man in hat. We'll talk young about man him in hat. Yeah. Oh. We will get to him. Yeah. Um, the thing for me is if I had known that those people were going to make it through, mm. I would have found the 20, 30, 40 minutes dedicated to playing with them like a cat plays with a mouse yeah. before it yeah. kills it. Yeah. Boring. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I would think, why am I doing, doing this, this as yeah. a 30-year-old man? Mm, yeah. But mm. I do get what Anna's saying, though, with oh. the, the making you feel like your all your dreams are shot to shit yeah. but then instantly it's picking you up again. Oh. Like it was the most incredible. I have some quotes. I've, I've, oh, I've, got I've written some down quotes. a few oh. as well because <laughs> these were great. Okay, so one of them was said by, I think it was by Gary Mahan. Mm. Um, he said, you have to give your kids. This was to Julie Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Who's that mother that we yeah, don't? No, I don't. Yeah, I can't I connect with that. No. Yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. see. I, don't see. I was surprised she made we it. We kind of. It's annoying to be person. talking about her again. To be perfectly honest exactly. with you, because like she's a waste. She's she's wasting it a bit. But like, yeah. um, just for the purposes of the quote, Gaz said to Julie Goodwin, uh, "You have to give your kids and your husband the bad news." Oh, and then there was a pause, and he goes. You have to give your kids and your husband the bad news that you have to leave them for three months to be on MasterChef. So there's a couple of issues I have here. Firstly, that's not bad news because no. you got onto the show. Right, yeah. But also are they trying to say that in order to be MasterChef you have to abandon your family for a quarter of I the year? So, yeah. I think that is what. Because what we're still do, yeah. like we're obviously still confused as to what a MasterChef is. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Does, to prove to prove your capability mm-hmm. of holding such a title, mm-hmm. do you also need to prove that you were able to abandon your loved ones? Absolutely, because mm. I feel like a lot of the head chefs, chefs in the world, they don't have families. They they do have to dedicate their uh, life to the work. They mm-hmm. can't they can't start a family. So really, uh, just, like that's what's impressive seeing this sacrifice that these people, these everyday people, are making with mm. just abandoning their family mm. and maybe not seeing them again to create their dreams. I- uh, I, I could argue. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I think that that's excessive mm-hmm. for cooking. Mm. Um, this is a mother with two small children mm-hmm. and a husband. Yeah. Um, and she has basically been told if you want this, you must cut all communication with your family. Mm. Um, I think it's. Ex- I think it's a bit sick. I'm j- and but I think what's sicker is the fact that she was happy about she that. She loved it. She loved She's a it. sick fuck. Can we discuss this? <laughs> Julie Goodwin was elated when told yeah. that she had to abandon her family for three months. Now, I don't, elated. I, she cried with happiness and she was like, I'm not giving this up. And then she started to bounce <laughs> <laughs> like, like a happy bounce. I, I'm, I, I just thought it was if someone, if I had children, mm. I don't. Let's conf- I do not have yeah. children. No. But if I had children and someone said to me, would you like the title of MasterChef? Mm. Yeah, sick title. I don't know what it means, but if I could be ma- sick. But in order to do that, you have to give up on everything you've ever known to be dear to you. Mm. No, for three mu- for a quarter of the year? It's a long time. It is a long time. Anyway, like obviously I'm, I, I, this, I'm triggered. Like that's fucked. 
triggered? Well, What's triggered? I just feel <laughs> so. That's a good question. I, it just came to me like uh, triggered. Like I feel like um, I'm, I just it 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 had like like I'm having Nam flashbacks. Oh, okay, like, I you know understand. What I mean? PTSD yeah. type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, a PTSD type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're having post. I'm, I'm having a p- stress disorder. I am. Yeah. And um. And I mean, yeah. being abandoned by your mother is always a. It's a tough thing. Yeah. I, and I, I mean, I've had. If I was her son, you know. Oh, what? You're all uh, right. No, no, okay. it's fine. It's just uh, uh, my mother wanted to be something like a master chef. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then right. yeah, similar to Julie. Really and so happy. she abandoned yeah, you she for abandoned, three months. She, for three months. Yeah. Oh wow. So you can kind of like your mum must be able to relate to Julie Look, Goodwin. She she does, and I and I get it. Because, you know, being a mother, it is tough. So mm. getting the news that you don't have to see your kids for three months. Um, could, yeah. could, could it be, and I, I just want to sort of throw <laughs> this out here as, a, as an option, could it be that maybe he was saying things like, unfortunately, you know, I'm gonna ha- you're going to have to, and then pausing. Um, when he talked about leave your family for three months, could it just be that that was more of a dramatic technique to make uh, them and us, the the viewer, think he was going to give them bad news and then twist it around, because uh, I did count and they did that seven times. Yeah. In the forty mm. minutes. Yeah. It, every time it got me though. Every, every time, time. Every time I was like, no, not not no, not Poe or, or or whatever. No, mm. she needs she needs this. Mm. Yeah. And then they'd flip it. Well, because I, there was also another person that they said sorry to tell you that you won't be seeing your family again. There was also <laughs> a. There was also an unfortunately pause. You won't be going back to your day job. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, they told one woman that uh, she wouldn't be working for. Uh, she, 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 no, they they told her you're going to have to. They were like, you're going to need to study for twelve months. Mm. You really need the time to study, uh, and unfortunately, you're not going to have that twelve months. <laughs> was there any other ones? Um, I got one that was. Um, they had. I believe it's Gina. Mm, possibly. Um, and the the Spanish mum. Oh yes, I'll get to that. Yeah. I'll get to her. I reckon yeah. you're going to come. The fact that she's Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. They love that. <laughs> um, they said there isn't really a space for one of you. Oh yes. But there's that's a space for both of you. Wow. That, that was that was that was beautiful. And yeah, I was honestly. really confronted by that. Yeah. Because of course. When they said there's not a space for one of you. Mm-hmm. Um, Shame on me because they had already done it three times that episode and five times. You wouldn't know this on it, but five, six, seven times in previous episodes. <laughs> so shame on me for not realising. But uh, wowee, that really got me. Mm. That yeah. really, really mm. got me. They also brought out um, Greg Norman, the golfer. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten his name. There's Greg, a man who golfs. Greg uh, Norman. The golfer. They bring the golf. it up all the time. Like. Fucking George picked up his pork chop. Went, oh, I bet you could use this as a putter. They are obsessed with the fact that this guy's a golfer. Mm. They brought out um, the golfer and some other very tall white man mm. and said, um, "Obviously, we can't take both of you." I don't know why that's obvious. Of like, maybe they can't have two too of white. a very sim- yeah, two exactly. tall white men. It was similar to the Italian lady and the Spanish Ye- lady. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. have to choose one, one of you one, of because course. that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like it, there didn't seem to be much method to what they were doing. And at one point they smiled at the vegetarian and they were like, sorry. And I'm like, they're going to tell her that she's sorry, but you can't see your family or sorry, you're in the top 20. They went, sorry, with a big smile and just went, sorry, it's not your year this time. 
uh, we're not going to be able to take you on while smiling. It was very conflicting. That, that, I felt like every person that they told that wasn't in it hung around for another 20 they, they, seconds. They did wait until they said thanks and then they, yeah, absolutely. Expecting the, the flip. But? Yeah. And uh, it, it was quite cruel to them. And it was cruel to the people in the other room because then what I, I felt like happened, people would come out of the um, the judges' room and they'd, they'd walk in. Be, they'd be devastated. Mm. They'd be crying, mm. and everyone would start cheering for them because they thought that, that they were flipping it as well. Mm. Uh, so coming out being like, there was one, one. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play the audio. No, no, no definitely. It. it was so beautiful, and she's like, mm, "No, didn't get it, didn't get it." And the guy's like, "Oh, yes, you did." And she was, "Oh no, I, I really did." And like, "Oh, did you do it?" And then, uh, then she cried, and everyone rushed to her aid. Um, that was a beautiful. It was. Profoundly beautiful. It was the. It was the. Oh, she got it. She's got it. She's tricking. She, she got, got it. it. Oh, she didn't <laughs> get it. It was absolutely mental. But then not, there was also fault, though. Not, there was no, also that no. woman that came out. Firstly, I've never. I think the most awkward thing ever is watching people who are rejected go into that room and tell them that Awful. they didn't make it because a lot of them are trying to seem very confident. About yeah, it. Like, a, oh, I didn't get you know they got in their car and cried. There was a lot of there was a lot of um unfortunately this isn't your year um a lot of like the assumption that there would be a second year yeah, come back exactly. next year. Mm. This isn't your year come back next year which isn't going to happen. Um and then and then and then they would be like Cool, great. Thank you for the opportunity, George. Matt, I loved your feedback. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of that. Yeah, I love Thank that. you. Thank uh, you. Which, yeah. Which shows its strength and humility, I think. 100%. So it's just, they, yeah, it's. Yeah, insane. But then there was also that woman that got through and she went out and she was crying and they were all got, like, everyone in the waiting room area was like, oh my God, you poor thing. Like, what happened? She's like sobbing. She's sobbing hysterically and she goes, the judges just wanted me to tell you oh. all that I'm a really good cook and that they'll be seeing me in the top 20. It was just, I was, it was very conflicting. I could understand why everyone was so confused because she was crying like she hadn't made it. And then she announced how great she was. They told I, her to tell everyone how good she, she was. was. Yeah. Which is rude considering a lot of those people, you know, had left the competition at that yeah. point too. I think... Um, I, I, I thought that was a really bad move by her. Yeah, Already absolutely. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of who she is. Oh, um, Melissa. No. Melissa. Oh, oh she's all right. Uh, <laughs> There's worse on her. Oh, on nah. she's all right. <laughs> Stop being so mad at Melissa on her. I, Fuck. Um, um, no, you, you, no I just I just don't I don't like that kind of play when you when you play on people's emotions and some mm. of the judges are, but don't don't do it to the rest of the room. Well, there was a moment earlier we didn't go into it because you know we're we're pressed for time on this podcast. Mm. But they they did do before they um before they went on uh, before they chose the top twenty. There was a sort of a, a box of mystery challenge, a box of mystery ingredients. Yeah, because mm. um, you could probably call it like a mis- mystery box. That that won't catch on. I don't think no. uh, so. A box of mystery, and uh, <laughs> so when they lifted up their box of mystery, there was pork. <laughs> And uh, and and different ingredients and chocolate and those sorts mm. of things. I've never seen a room of people panic so much. Everyone looked like they were about to have a fucking emotional breakdown. Yeah. Oh man, it yeah. was it was crazy. Mm, this really box crazy. of mystery and and not much to work with either. Like pork, no. a bunch of vegetables. Like I think there was butter in there things as well. Things that you wouldn't think that would go together, like pork and apple. 
Yeah, yeah, those I can't. Mm. Yeah, couldn't. it was crazy, yeah. crazy. And then there was there was um, there was chocolate there, but then they were told repeatedly, "You don't have to use it. Combine. You yeah, don't have to, to use everything in this box of mystery." One woman did make chocolate pork, and then she made chocolate pork, pork and chocolate. They told her it was disgusting, <laughs> and then. In the in the session when uh, she was standing in front of them and deciding whether they would be in the top twenty, um, the chocolate pork lady seemed genuinely surprised that she didn't make it through. <laughs> I definitely, it's worth noting. Just <laughs> worth noting that the lady that made chocolate pork was surprised not to make it mm. into the top twenty mm. because she was bold enough. She took a risk. Took a risk mm. to make chocolate pork. pork. <laughs> Told not to. Did it anyway. Took a piece of pork, spread chocolate, chocolate. on it, took another piece of pork, yeah. put that on top of it. Mm. Chocolate pork. Chocolate pork. Cho- um, um, and there was another moment I just want to reference in, in that section as well, in the Box of Mystery section where they pitted pe- uh, two young men against each Andre other. Andre and Aaron. Aaron. Oh, and yeah. they said, wow. uh, uh, what do you think of his, uh, I can't remember, you, do you want to talk this about this? This was yeah. really, really intense. Um, so basically, like I said, it looked like everyone was about to have a fucking emotional breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, who, let's be honest, villain of the season. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, this is for those of you who've listened to previous episodes or have watched um, previous episodes, he's really into molecular gastronomy mm-hmm. um no one knows what that is uh, i don't even think the fucking judges know what that is no, um no. but he said that oh you know i'm going to stand next to andre because i reckon i can psych him out and then i'm thinking ooh like that's a whole other element of masterchef mm, that absolutely. hasn't been there before yeah. um it's like a psychological challenge um but then when it came to tasting the food they tasted andre's italian pork mm. And said, we're not a big fan of this, no. Andre. It's it's dry. You didn't do the right mm. thing. It's not good. They then went to Aaron, tasted his pork, turned to Andre mm. and said, Andre, what do you think of Aaron's pork? And what did he say, Mish? What did he say? He said, it looks a little bit dry to me. Mm. And then Gary said, it's not dry though, Andre. It's actually quite good. Uh, I believe the word uh, that was used, uh, maybe not by Gary, but by who 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 cooked the pork that was accused that had the accusation of dryness. So Aaron cooked the pork. Aaron, the molecular gastronomer, cooked the pork. Cooked Andre, the, pork. the panicking Italian, accused said Aaron of, of cooking it being dry, a bit dry. dry pork. And Aaron quite proudly said, uh, "You know, uh, no." He said this in the interview segment. He said. You know, I was accused of having a dry pork and no, in fact, it was quite moist. It was quite a moist pork chop. Uh, so there was uh, a lot of drama around was this pork chop dry? Was it moist? It came back to bite them on the bottom uh, mm. in the decision In, in their time. decision, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I think um, I didn't know that uh, be, be, being... Um, having humility was such a big part of being a master chef. Mm. But I can say that's going to be a huge part of the show. Yeah. It's saying, no, I don't, I can't answer that question. I don't know who's going to have the better 
bit of pork. I don't know who's gonna who's a better chef. Um, I, I know not bragging about your food. Obviously, this this show a lot of it's based on if you're a good person. Mm. And I feel like 100%. I didn't I didn't I didn't consider that because I was like, okay, it's about cooking. Because you know I I you know I've watched Ready Steady Cook. It's not really mm. about. I mean, there are personalities there, but it's not. But then watching MasterChef, I was like, okay, it's going to be about cooking. But a lot of it is just... Are you a good person? Are you a good person? And are there too many of the same people in the show? That's why when they're splitting people apart, they're like, we can't have both We can't have two Italian ladies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Never, never. So I guess it's it's about the individual. It's about the personalities. And I I can understand why the judges are bringing that level of integrity. Um, You know, to me, George seems like a good person. He seems like... He seems like a very <laughs> yeah. What's nice, your take humble... on George? Because we're really loving him. Well, I, I really liked George. Um, he's he's a little bit you know hard with Andre and stuff like that. But I think it's because he he values um humility. He values treating people fairly. He values fairness. Yeah, fairness. Is the That's key exactly here. what. Yeah. So I, I think George so far is my favorite. Um, yeah. Matt, not sure about him. Mm. I'm not sure about him. He seems a bit tough. What What's did you think of his neck thing? thing? Yeah, thing. neck thing. I don't. What is that? I don't know. It's, it's a, like a neck tie, thing. Tie, what time? Tie? Tie? Like a tie? neck tie. No, no, neck tie. Quite like a, wildly patterned. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And, and like men it. making fashion statements. Like mm. at this point, uh, at this point in the in the 2000s, it's just not. It's not on. Is it? I mean, like, this is like. I mean. I, I get it. We're five years on from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Absolutely. Um, but it's over. That show's over it's and it's, over. Never it's never coming, coming back. back. Yeah. It's never coming back. Yeah, 100%. It's had its moment. It's oh, not coming also back. Also on it's Channel 10. Absolutely. Yeah, it was great too. Um, Carson, big future. But, like, I don't see Queer Eye coming back. No. 100%. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, very queer specifically, eye. So queer, queer eye, eye for, the, for the, the straight guy. guy. Yeah. So um, the queer people, they help the straight, straight people. people. And before yes. we just move on, before we move on to top 20, I think it's also worth noting that you did say that George wasn't, it was a bit hard on Andre. And I think, okay, I can say yes, he was, but we also have to recognise how nice he is to people like Justine and mm. to like um, Poe mm. and mm. Um, Julia. Yeah. Mm. He seems to be really nice to um, to Justine Poe and Julia. Mm. Maybe not Andre, um, but Justine. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's move on, shall we? So we have our top 20. <laughs> and now we're up to episode seven. Which is essentially where we could have fucking started okay, watching wow. this show. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm, it's just I, I had feelings about that. When the Let's talk about the credits, like the mm. opening credits. Mm. Yes. So previously with MasterChef, in the last, you know, six episodes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the opening credits is just a previously on MasterChef mm. and then they'll show mm. maybe like these are your judges. Mm. All of a sudden mm. episode seven on Monday night starts and you've got this elaborate constructed opening credits with every all the the top 20 all doing fancy shit with flowers and, you know, you know, with fucking like someone kisses a fish. Do you, do you think that's constructed? I think they just took uh, a video of them in the midst of cooking. Because yeah, yeah I, I was so you, I always kiss my fish before I um give it a cook. cook? It. Yeah, yeah, of course, because it's 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 grateful. It's it's humble. It's it's oh, showing wow. humility yeah. to the fish. That's true, and that's that's fantastic. That I think is a real quality of a master a chef. chef. Exactly, mm. and I, and I love um, frying things looking directly into camera because I think I think it shows <laughs> versatility. I think it, and it shows it shows the fact that you can do two things at once. You're able to do that, mm. and and picking up a cupcake with a mm. candle in it. I yeah. think that's 
That's that's in the midst of them cooking. I, I thought it was, I didn't know that they constructed that, but well, maybe they did. I, I'm not I'm new to kind no, of look, a lot I think of reality that's an, that's television. Well, this is yeah, this it's is reality, reality it's television. Reality, so it's got yeah, to be that's real. okay. That's a good point. Maybe I just don't feel the same way about cooking as this top twenty do. Yeah. They just yeah. they all seemed very happy to They're be passionate. here, and the way they were treating the food seemed fucked. But that's fine. Uh, um, also, on top of that, bring it. I'm so excited about this element. So, on top of the footage, uh, what a surprise! It wasn't the great orchestral music we were expecting and predicting in previous episodes. Mm. It was the fun uh, song, new song, contemporary song by Katy Perry, "Hot and Cold." It was really exciting to see it yeah. attached to an Australian reality television show. Well, I don't know if you picked up on this, uh, <coughs> girls, but um, I don't know if you picked up on this layer, but I think it's because um, when you cook, yeah. sometimes you make things. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Things hot. Hot. Sometimes yeah. you make things cold. It's a play on that. And, and, oh, and I guess and no, and move, that, that is so funny because I was thinking, I was like, you're in and you're out. And I was thinking reality television, mm. uh, when it's a competition, you're either in or you're you're out as well. So I think there's that layer of that song as well. Yeah, yeah. For me, I always thought the song was about a, a, prob- a, a, partner, a partner, maybe a male or a female mm. uh, partner to Katie who is – who is um, in and out, yes, in yeah, and out, in and out. Uh, not, not engaging no. in the relationship. Yep. I think, in fact, it's talking about foodstuffs Food. and keeping them below or above the mm. temperatures where germs prosper. That's very educational. I'm uh, surprised song. in Katie that I, if you want to have let's, food, you've got to have it hot, hot or cold. cold. Well, let's Never. let's read the chorus. Shall oh, did we? you print? Uh, did you print out the lyrics? I printed. I, I copied them into Microsoft Word '98. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and printed them um, out from our home printer. Yeah, great. Mm. Um, that's why I was silent for about ten minutes before, was mm. because I was waiting yeah. for that printout. Yeah, great. Um, so these are the lyrics. Because you're hot, and then you're cold. Yeah. You're yes and you're no. You're in, then you're out. Of the competition. You're up and you're down emotionally. Because there's a lot of emotions. It's a high-pressure situation. Absolutely. Um, It's black and it's white. We fight, we break up. I think. Okay, that's a little harder to. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Maybe relationships will develop in this show that we we and there might be. I mean, Aaron and what's his face? Mm. They have something they could That's keep true. going. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe it'll fit in. Do you think relationships will develop? Well, I think if you're in a high pressure situation like a kitchen, yeah, and, and it's also a very romantic situation. Oh yeah, cooking with food, you're kissing fish. Something's yeah. going to start. Like, of course, like I don't know. To I, me, not, cooking food. To me, I think there's a lot fish. of young. It's a lot of young women. A lot of older guys. I don't see any <laughs> matchups happening. For no, life. there's not. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, we, I don't think we can look at this as being some sort of like a romance-based show. When, like Zach said, they all seem to be quite young girls and older, older. men mm. that would potentially be single. Yeah. Um, 
and so that's that would just be weird. I don't think that can work. Um, no. No. Anyway, so after we fight, we break up. We have we kiss, we make up, which is probably the in reference fish. to the fish. The fish. Yeah. We make up. Yeah. We like, make up a delicious yeah. fish. Fish. fish dish after kissing the fish. Yeah. Um, and then it's just you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, go on. You don't really want to no, stay. No, no, are you a singing? Oh, okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> You don't really want to stay. No. So you don't really want to stay. No. Well, most people do, do want to stay because they were very. Maybe it's a test. It's a test. Do you, and you don't really want to stay. stay. No. 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 Oh, you don't really want to stay. No. No. Oh, but then the next one stay. It all makes sense with the next line, which is, but you don't really want to go. Oh. No. But they what? don't want to go. No, yeah. they don't want to go. But they do, do want to stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it, it ends yeah. with you're hot, then you're cold. You're okay, yes, so again, I'm coming back up. to maybe um, these lyrics were about a, 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 a flaky relationship and and, and the so- they, there hasn't been a lot of thought. Thought in terms. I think outside of the line you're hot, then you're cold, Yeah. everything else 100%. But the hot and, and the cold, yeah. that does work with the cooking. Absolutely. I think we can't, everything else in is in reference to oven. an unhealthy Toxic relationship. But I think the hot and the cold part makes sense. I hope it sticks around. Uh, Yeah, I I really do as well. Mm. And it is, it's it's a lovely addition to the Mm -hmm. show. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So anyway, uh, we have our top 20. It's great. Uh, they spend 10 minutes introducing, introducing them, again. them all, uh, which again. would have been great yeah. for you. For us who have watched a week of television, <laughs> yeah. um, we know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I know, yeah. you're Julie, yeah. you're a mother of three. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We Fucking, get it. Yeah. It was good to see their quarters. I think that's really important in the show, knowing where they're sleeping. And, yeah, and, well, yeah, I think that's going to be a component because um, really before this, the only, uh, other than Australian Idol, the only of note reality show is Big Brother. Mm. So I think them sleeping, living together is going to be a huge component of the show. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, it was our first kind of proper introduction to Meat Guy, mm. um, whose name is Chris Badrock. He's he's petrifying. Mm. Mm. There's not there's there was an announcer smile in him. He was like, "I'm very excited to be here." I Zach and I have previously discussed mm-hmm. because obviously we're unsure of where this show is going or mm-hmm. what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That maybe there is like a hidden master chef within the show, like a mole, mm. like a mole. So right now, if if that is an option for this show, front runner is host. Is Sarah Wilson. Sarah Wilson. Sarah, That yeah. she's actually the master chef. Because otherwise seeing... there wouldn't be a huge amount of point. No, why her. she's there. Yeah. But, but I guess, yeah. So we're, we're... Except for a great personality. Yeah, and great obviously hosting abilities. And, and, and who's going who's gonna to tell people about the challenges no, while the judges stand exactly, there? Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Um, but now that we've seen Chris, I'm thinking there's a chance mm. that maybe just because he seems like he has ulterior motive to be there, mm. um. <laughs> Like I th- mm. it seems to me like everyone else is there purely to cook. He's got secrets. He's, He's got, got secrets. secrets. Mm. He's tight-lipped. Um, yeah, 100%. And if he doesn't have secrets, I feel like he could have them. Mm. Or could In be a murderer time. or something. Like, oh, but yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm putting it out there just in case someone will investigate it. You something it. also of note about Chris is the fact that he's a fan of something called, I think, nose and tail eating. Mm. Yeah, what is that? I, I was con- so I don't know. Yeah, like no. as Australians, uh, we're all about meat and three veg, a steak yeah. and mm. three veg. You the know, we're veg. not a fine dining country. No. It would take a, as we've said in previous podcasts, a cultural phenomenon to change that. Mm. Mm. Uh, and I don't think it's master. No. <laughs> 
but I believe it's in it's 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 the idea that you know uh, when you kill an animal, um, mm-hmm. that animal is precious, and in particular, the nose and tail are the most <laughs> precious components of that animal. Mm. So you should throw out the middle part. Yep. And only eat the nose and tail, tail, and the rest of the pig should go in the bin. That's my read of it so far. Yeah, because they didn't really explain what that was. So that is an interesting read. I thought that maybe it potentially meant Mm. that you would eat the whole animal. Ah. But. Like, but I mean, but then why would you mention the, the nose, nose and, and tail? Yeah, why wouldn't you just say I like eating animals? Yeah, the whole animal, the whole, whole yeah, animal cuisine. Yeah. Um, it just seems unnecessary. That, yeah. Um, so anyway, first, uh, firstly, they take us into the new uh, Master Chef set. They were, they were, they talked a lot about how cool it was and we, how life changing it and, was, and the hedge as well. I there's think a, that was that was mentioned. Oh, look at this! There's, there's a hedge a, with the M. Yeah, M in it. Looked a lot like the warehouse they've spent with the varnish last week on it. In. Yeah. It yeah. genuinely looked like the warehouse they were in last fucking week mm. with varnish They're all like, over oh it. Oh my god, we're in a better warehouse. Yeah, it's the same fucking warehouse you've put up a a wall between. They they have a bar and a restaurant and a cafe. They, that was really good having the, the bar there because I thought, oh, maybe they'll do drinks or something because that's a part of the like maybe it'll be challenge. a drink challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be great. Otherwise, that would just be a, an abysmal the, waste of money. It would exactly. be kind of cool if they brought in like a bartender and had like a part of the episode where you could sit and talk to the bartender about how you feel about what just happened that week. And yeah. I mean, that we still don't know. There's, yeah. there's so that much. would be cool. Uh, you know, I, that, maybe they'll bring back this box of mystery challenge. So that's one episode out of five. If there's a regular thing, I think there might be a chatting to the bartender Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Yeah. So the first challenge for the top 20 was they pulled a navy blue blanket mm-hmm. off a fuck ton of chicken. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was the sexiest reveal mm. of food I've ever seen. Yeah, just the, the black. It was like black satin kind mm. of. Yeah, wasn't it? And it was, it was like a navy blue, I think. Mm. And they were, they were shocked as well with that all the food in that uh, pantry was free. Mm. I, I had to mention that. It's, it's all free. Mm, yeah, they were. This they were all so free. free. <laughs> it's like they're not going to charge <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, for the that food would be an guys. interesting take on it. If it's all afterwards, I mean, if they get elect- elected, not um, if they get, get yeah. evicted, elect- evicted, 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 evicted yeah. they, uh, they they had a bill. They sent the bill. The bill. Oh, oh, what wow, a twist! Yeah. Well, it's just so you know, last week um, they made them pay for their own cab ride home. So that could be a component yeah, could be in a future a, like, challenge. Absolutely. We, we don't understand what a MasterChef is I, yet. Yeah, it I may have something to do with your financial um, situation. Yeah. 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 We, do know as, we do know, though, that uh, just, just to go back to episode six, we do know uh, that a MasterChef is not a master cook. No, yeah, they like to reiterate that. Yeah. They clarify that, 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 it's, that it's not a master mm. cook. Mm. So if you're a good home cook, you have to elevate. Yeah, elevate. I don't want to know what that next level is because I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know they what keep that is. Saying, I'm a meat and three veg kind I of mean, guy. They cook that pork, and I thought, wow, I would like that. That yeah. is that is that is a chef meal for me. I don't know what that next. Maybe I mean, it's something to do with that the molecular molecular. Yeah, but they don't like that. No, so I don't well, know. To my mind, I mean, to my mind, like. The only gourmet food I'm eating as an Australian is the gourmet creations 
at McDonald's. Absolutely, yeah. Which has recently come in. Yeah. And it's great. What a great option. It's a new it's, option, yeah. It's healthier. It feels healthier. It I think feels... the crispy chicken focaccia is here to stay. 100%. It's, it's the fact that now they, I really appreciate that Maccas has started saying, only fresh, like n- now it's fresh. fresh. Mm. So like previously we weren't to know that, but now it's fresh. So a, couple now of, fresh yeah. a couple of years ago, like maybe a year ago, you would get it like straight away, but now they make the they burgers make for it. you fresh. Exactly. Yeah, which is really great. It's really cool. Um, but the sexy chicken reveal, that mm. that excited me. I was like, oh, what's going to happen with this? They've got all this chicken here. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. Were they going to cook with it? Well, kiss it? They, Probably not kiss it because you can't, kiss, can't chicken. kiss chicken. Yeah. No, because no. they'll kill you. But you can kiss fish. You can kiss. That's you can been established. chicken once it's hot, hot. Mm. but not when it's cold. Maybe that's what the song's about. Um, so basically they said you've got a chicken, you're allowed access to this free pantry free of food, pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, pick ten ingredients and you have one hour to cook a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it, it was interesting. Um, I'm, start, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get confused mm-hmm. okay. because, like, there are some food combinations, right, that have been thrown out in the last seven episodes. Mm-hmm. That you're just like, what the fuck are you thinking, mate? Yeah. Let's like go back to our friend, the pork chocolate pork. Chocolate pork. Example. Yeah. That's fucked. That's weird. Um, a couple of weeks ago, figs with oyster gravy. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. That mm-hmm. happened, did it? That happened. Oh. Um, someone put sweet chilli sauce in a carbonara sauce. Oh, weird. but that, that guy. Oh, sorry. Oh no. Yeah. You heard yeah, about no. the unicycle guy? No, I, I haven't. I haven't. I oh, thought, you will. Oh, what is? Oh, who, who? <laughs> he's gonna be big. He, oh. he came into his audition in a unicycle. He's wacky he's, guy. He's Talented. here to stay. He wacky. Yeah, he's really. He's. We're not. We're not going to soon forget that guy. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I just thought no, you were going to talk no, about that's, unicycle no, that's guy. That's all good. No, but please go on. No, I just I just thought sweet chili because I, I guess I don't know. I don't know what elevates a chef, but I think taking risks. That's what I've been hearing. Mm. Got to take a risk. Can't just stay in your. They can't just do a normal dish. Yeah. So maybe that's what. But, I, again, this is where I'm confused mm-hmm. because they're saying take a risk but they seem to chastise anyone who takes, takes a, a risk. risk. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if if it's kind of a game of um, don't do what I say and you'll be the master. Of, I don't know. That's but, like, Poe comes – like, Poe is the artist. We're really fascinated by her because mm. so far it seems like she can't cook. <laughs> um, but, like, I'm fascinated by her. She, and they an seem artist. to be as well. They seem to believe she has a lot of promise. But she's mm. like, I'm going to make a cube noodle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take corn flour mm-hmm. and flour mm. and water and make cube noodles. Mm-hmm. And they go, that's fucking, that's fascinating. We're really into that. And mm. George gets real close to her face and mm. says, like, that sounds really good. You're mm. beautiful. Thank You're you so for this. Mm. But then Melissa goes, I'm going to make some chicken with some lemon. And they're like, oh, oh. you reckon? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. right? I'm not I'm not much of a cook. I'm certainly not much of a chef. Nay, definitely not the next master chef, let's be honest. But to don't, me... Don't- Putting lemon with chicken, Mm. maybe one day, but like putting lemon with chicken seems like it should get a little bit more of a, oh, that's good, we're excited for that, than someone who's like, I'm going to turn noodles into a fucking cube. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I just, it seems like it's very conflicting information. Can I say there's an issue here, Michelle? Yeah. Uh, I don't think the issue is cubes. I think the, the issue is square. I think you're a big square I think you need to get out of your comfort zone and embrace cube Cubes. noodles. 
Look, you, you said yourself you're a meat and three veg kind of guy. Well, if I said to in you, Australia Zach, is. would you like to come over for dinner? What would you say to me? I'd say I'd love to come over for dinner. Uh, great. I would also and love to come you're over for dinner. You're not invited. Okay. Sorry. Honor, sorry. I'm making a point here. It's just you're not invited okay. to this hypothetical dinner. Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, and I'll it's I'll a little bit awkward when you invite yourself like that. Well, how? I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, it was rude of me. It's just imagine you if, haven't been here since day one. I, I know. Like Zach and I have been through some stuff. Yeah, and um, it's just a little bit presumptuous when you invite yourself to this hypothetical dinner like this. You know, we're we're trying to go out for hypothetical dinner. I think a point was about to be made, yeah. and you said, "Oh, can well, I come?" Can I come? I d- yeah. Well, I just I thought maybe I don't know because I'm here. I thought it would be a bit afraid you didn't invite me. Believe to. me, we're no, but I, I, that is an assumption. No, that is that it's is. Just, I'm t- I, I, me and me and Michelle actually have to talk some stuff out at okay, this dinner. Okay, yeah. So yeah. just you being there is actually going to make it a little a bit little awkward. Bit, yeah. um, but we can catch up for dessert afterwards. Or, yeah, you come or for hi- like what's what the plan is, is is that I have this hypothetical dinner with Zach. Yeah. yeah. And then while we're at that dinner, I would say, oh, do, it would be really great if hypothetically I contacted Honor and said I'll come over for coffee and cake. Yeah. She's That's, got an iPhone. What? Well, Anna's no. got an iPhone. You can call don't. her on her iPhone. Well, I don't, but I don't no, have an iPhone. I wish. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, hey, my parents bought it for me. Um, yeah, I, I go to a private school. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> like, it's, it it's, I'm, I'm, you keep fucking flashing your Sorry. iPhone in my face. I know. Face. Well, I had a pink Motorola, but then I was like, mm. I mean, it's just such technology. It's, it's I'm, crazy at the moment. It's moving forward so fast. I'm really angry because I got the blue Motorola flip phone, right, the flip yeah, yeah, mobile, yeah, yeah. two weeks before the pink the Motorola pink came out. Oh. And I'm so fucking mad yeah, about it. I don't Motorola. know how long dad? I'll be mad about it. I don't know how long. It is possible that I'll be mad about it for around about two and a half years yeah. mm. while I have this phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't but The thing about phones that's great is you can keep them for 5, 10, 20 years. They last years. forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you can give them a real beating and nothing really happens. No, you, like, no, you completely can completely drop it. Down. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Um, anyway, what I was going to say was hypothetically, if I invited you over for a meat and three veg and I said it's all in cube form, I don't think you'd be very happy. But I think we need to move on. But I would be it. intrigued. I would, sorry, this is your sorry, dinner. No, no, you no, no, would no, be intrigued. I would, I would, yeah. You'd be intrigued be... that you'd be fucking invited in the first no, place. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be intrigued yeah. as to why you're eating out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. intrigued as to why the fuck you're there, mate. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't understand why you continue to. Um, Push this. Break no, into no, I, a, Michelle's hypothetical house and eat her food. Yeah. Is that something we need to talk about? Uh, it's it's something I've been wanting to talk to, to you about, Michelle. You're having I'm a lot of on. these. No, you're having a lot of these hypothetical dinners. I'm finding and it firstly keep, very difficult that you guys keep calling me Michelle because um, there's only like three people in my life that call me Michelle. But, like, I mean, we can cut this part because it seems irrelevant <laughs> to the podcast. But, like, anyway, every time I hit someone calls me Michelle, I have, like, weird childhood flashbacks. We'll cut okay, it. sure. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Go on, Anna. No, I just it's, – it's one of those things where you do keep inviting people out to hypothetical dinner in front of me and it's always – you always look at me before you do it. And I, I just felt maybe <laughs> it was because you were trying to, you know, get – you're like, Anna, get in on this. Go for it. Say, hey, what about what about me? I think Which the reason I look my... at you is because mm. I know that you keep fucking inviting yourself to my hypothetical meals. Um, that's why I keep looking. It's a, it's not a look of join in on this. It's a look of bet you're going to fucking join in on this, aren't you, cunt? Like that's what it is. Wow. Wow. Um, anyway, well, I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah, that no. Is... 
Look, I'm not mad. Look, I know. Well, now we, you're looking at me. So we pride ourselves on this podcast of being very welcoming to our yeah, guests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. And um, creating a warm, welcoming environment. It, but that goes both thanks. ways. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have t- spoken about my iPhone. I know it's it's flashy. It's it is flashy. It's a little it's a little tacky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on, or else we'll never get to the end of this. Um. So basically it's definitely established around this episode that Aaron is the villain of the episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not of the episode, sorry, of the series, um, which is series, great. Yeah. Um, basically they all cook up the food and they say if you win this, uh, you will have a massive advantage and a possibility to jump to the end of the season Crazy. and cook Crazy. in the final which week. Which would be a good thing. It would I be think. a good thing, yeah, I think. 100%. Yeah. And if you uh, make the worst chicken dish, you will have to do everybody's dishes. Oh, um, blah, blah, blah. Sounds gross. Blah. Blah. Awful. Oh. Um, basically, <laughs> then everyone uh, feeds the judges um, and they eat the food. Um, I have noticed a pattern throughout mm-hmm. um, the season series, I should mm-hmm. say, so far, is inspirational quotes from George that don't, oh make, my God. That don't make sense. Oh my God. Um, I've got one here. So this was an inspirational George quote that made no sense. (laughs) He said, cooking is about building blocks, yeah? Mm. You need to build those blocks gently and sometimes going too far forward, you end up with problems. Yeah. That literally makes no fucking sense. Like I don't understand what he's trying to say. Absolutely. I wrote down Um, another quote from from George. This was in episode six. This is the most important dish of your life. (laughs) <laughs> Cook like the world is watching. Cook like no one is watching. Well, which one, George? <laughs> but that's the, that's what I find so fascinating about George's because I don't know exactly what he means. Um, no. I think he he's in, encouraging us all to think. He um, is. I, I have gotten to no conclusion though with a lot of his quotes. Uh, but they're. In, I felt. I feel inspired, and I feel like they they really respect what he says, and then they oh, push on. Yeah, everyone loves so, George. George. George is the best one. I, I'm I'm calling it early. It's my first. It's the third episode. Yeah, but he is yeah. my favorite. Yeah, he, George um, is great. He seems great. Mm. Um, and I think if we're all being completely honest at this stage, we all know that he, deep down inside, he's probably the fucking master chef. You reckon George yeah. is the yeah. master yeah. chef? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So basically, we get to the end of this episode. Sam, who is small boy with fedora, yeah, yeah. he wins. He's recently married as well. Recently, recently married. married yeah. That was weird. It looked like a child getting married. <laughs> um, but like, but he is not a child. I'd like to confirm no, that. No, he's, he's a full-grown man who um, wears a fedora, which a f- is a look he won't regret. No. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're very, very supportive of. Um, uh, he also, you know, they basically said to Sam after he won, so in order to get through to the final week, what you'll have to do is you'll have to cook against a famous chef. Wow. Um, a popular chef. You have to cook that dish better than them, and if you do that, you will get through to the end of the week. And Sam said, excellent, cooking against a famous chef. I'm ready. Send him out. Wow, okay. Oh! Um, so I don't know if that I, – I, I just wanted to make note of that. Oh, um, that's good. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so then we get to episode <laughs> eight. <laughs> Um, and sorry, e- sorry. I just want to go back. I don't know when it was, but there was just one point when Matt Preston did this. Th- <laughs> 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 he did this thing where Matt Preston. Saw- sorry, he's the British one. The British right? one. Yeah. The British one with the necktie. Necktie. Neck necktie thing. thing. Neck um, you know, he was talking about someone who was quite cocky. I think it was maybe the twenty-one-year-old or something. But then just the way that he said it was just beautiful. It was like, 
Ja, ja. Ja, very cocky. You're very cocky. Oh, big cock. <laughs> so I think... Um, I think he's going to call people out of their cocky. I don't know. Something beautiful about it. If you rewatch it, yeah. it was a beautiful. I, it was a beautiful moment for me. Uh, unfortunately, there's no, no way to rewatch no, no. it. No, oh god. Um, unless we you catch it. it on Saturday uh, when they do, they, they do repeats. With I think they do repeats yeah, okay. on Saturday. Before the yeah. fishing adventures, they play Master yeah. Chef. Sorry, go back to where you were. I just remember it. it made me laugh. The other Sorry. thing I just want to note as well <laughs> is I'm noticing a very, very, very subtle editing trick when whenever the narrator, so not. Sarah, the narrator, yeah. um, right. who narrates about half the things that are narrated and then Sarah, the host, narrates some. some, some. Uh, whenever he talks about how high the stakes are, uh, he always says, uh, you know, the stakes of this competition are very high because the winner will become the next MasterChef. Stakes being um, sort of the, a word to mean uh, stakes, you know. Yeah. There's always a shot of stakes what I have not no, noticed this. Is this a real hundred percent? So no, it's happened twice. But the problem is they don't always have steaks in right. shot, but it's always a shot of some meat. So in episode six, someone's holding up a pork chop, mm-hmm. and they say steaks. So it doesn't quite work. Mm. But every time the word steak is said, a slab of meat is. I held. smell a drinking game. <laughs> Anyway, um, we get to the fun. Sorry. So fun, episode eight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Sam comes out uh, and he's they told he's told you know you're going to cook against this famous chef, mm-hmm. and who do they reveal? But the only famous chef in Australia, which is that dude from Ready Steady, Steady Cook, Cook. Yes, yeah. yes, the sassy Frenchman Manu Fildel. Fildel. So is that who it is? Is that who it is? He's the he's the um. Ready, he's on Ready Steady Cook. Ready, steady the, cook. the host flirts with him a lot on mm. Ready Steady Cook. And right. he's so, it's funny because on Ready Steady Cook, he's so, so sassy and fun. Mm. Ooh, person, pack a punch. Mm. And then on MasterChef, mm. he's like fucking serious. Straight down the line. Straight down the line. He said, you're going to cook up this poached sausage. What was it? It was made a fish of? sausage. A fish sausage. It looked very appealing. It looked phallic as fuck. <laughs> Can I just say if um if this Manu guy uh, if he ever wanted to sell that fish sausage I think Melbourne is a bit more adventurous if he ever wanted to sell that fish sausage uh, in Melbourne uh, at a at a sort of uh, industrial warehouse slash circus type restaurant oh yeah I think that would do really well that is so specific. <laughs> But if but, he ever wanted yeah. to open a place like mm-hmm. that and serving rustic French fare, mm-hmm. I think that would do well for him. So he, if he's, he's listening, I think he yeah, should consider he should, that. He should consider that. He yeah. also just has, I don't know, there's something about him. I, I didn't want to MasterChef to be a sexual show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe it's a fish sausage. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the French accent. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the severity of, of his personality. But yeah. Manu, I. Got the wood? I got a white on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think. I think. 
Because he's a professional, all right? Yeah. I think when you when you put a professional up against a lot of amateur cooks, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying they do have potential. They definitely mm-hmm. cooked that pork. Mm. I'm not, not all of them did. Some but of them some did. smothered it in so, chocolate. Some, yeah. some smothered it in, in chocolate. But something about a professional, he was very professional. I, and I saw the other young ladies as well. Mm-hmm. They were getting a bit faint. There they, was a bit yeah. of a swoon Ooh, factor. Yeah. yeah. And, oh. and I noticed that it was very, very important to the person who edited it or filmed it that um, obviously – a big part of the reason that Manu was on the show was for sexual the, reasons. The sexual reasons and to show the women being like, I have a sex drive. Yeah. To get rope them in. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is channel. This is network mm. ten. We're not talking seven or nine. No, here. that's, the that's youth not exactly. Network. It's the youth. But it's also worth noting as well. I think that it's really, really great that Manu obviously has a really good relationship with this show. Oh mm. yeah, um, and oh, that yeah. you know he's the first professional chef that they've gotten on. And like, let's just say hypothetically, like clearly this is never going to happen because it's not that popular a mm. show. Mm. But if this show was to go on for say like five, six, seven, eight. 10 years, it would be really nice to see Manu stay loyal to such a show mm, um, like MasterChef um, and that maybe he comes on board uh, the With show the itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, oh, I, know, and I couldn't I couldn't ever see him being a judge. No, no, I don't no. think oh, I could no, see I think him. No, he's a professional chef. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But... <laughs> Anywho, um, we should probably yeah, we speed should, this yeah, up anyway. Sorry. So they cook a fish sausage. They say we're not going to know who uh, cooked which dish. Um, we're just going to taste them both at the end. And the one that we liked the best, that's the winner. Very clearly, Sam's looked like someone shat on it. <laughs> um, and Manu's cut in half. Yeah, it was You're fucking weird. Um, no, no. <laughs> he cut his sausage in half. It looks <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Manu's looked like a professional meal. And they're like, oh, I wonder uh-huh. who's is who's. Yeah, you know, you know who's is who's, can't. You know. Manu won. <laughs> Um, and Sam's gone back now to the top 20. It's a silly competition. If they keep doing this, I don't see a scenario where anyone wins. No, absolutely no, no not. One, like, no, no one can win against how, a head chef. How embarrassing to be a head chef, mm. to be a famous, famous, I mean, what's famous? Chefs aren't famous. No, but to be a, of course. I can't see how they could a, be. I mean, I oh, with Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Oh, but I mean, true? in Australia, Jamie mm. Oliver, he, yeah. yeah. He's about this yeah. You don't get he bigger than that. No. Um, well, you know, if a popular uh, professional chef mm. lost against Julie Goodwin, like that, oh, would, yeah. that would be that fucking would embarrassing, be, like, wouldn't it? Deeply embarrassing, yeah, absolutely. Ruin their um, career, yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited. To, I'm excited for the next few episodes. I'm, yeah. I'm still on board. I'm like, like I said at the start of this podcast, these last few episodes, I got a bit angry about some things, mm-hmm. but I am committed. I take that anger to be passion. Um, mm. I'm, I'm Which really interested George to see would like, the show. You, you, yeah, yeah, he and loves passion. 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 And if you look up on his heels, he's saying things oh. like, "The clock's ticking. You got to cook mm. that food. Do it hard. Do it now. Yeah. Mix it up." Yeah, he says passionate things like that. Classic George quotes. He's Classic. a very passionate guy, George. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anna, thank you so much for coming on and talking about three episodes of MasterChef mm. Australia season one. It's been fucking great. You're welcome. Do you have any final thoughts? I would love it if we went to dinner together. Okay, because I know okay. I, it's just a thought. It's a, that there's a okay. thought. Yeah, it's just I know, I know, I know. It's I'm, I'm not inviting myself, but if I could, if you yeah. are inviting if you are us it. to your dinner, I'm there. I will check my availability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do, and that. I'll let yeah. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on my avails. Yeah, yeah. Through, amazing. Through um. 
through what medium? Does your iPhone accept Motorola messages? I don't think so. No, um, I don't. It's a, it's a bit of a piece of shit. Actually. I'd like to add this actually. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to be the Master Chef? <sighs> okay. Oh. Um, I think Aaron's the the evil one. He's yeah. the villain. Okay. So I think he's driven. Mm. I think he's passionate. Mm. I think everyone's giving him a bit of a hard time. Because of the Melakala Gunnistronomy. Yeah, for the astronomy. Oh, no, is he the Melakala Gunnistronomy? Yeah, yeah, Aaron's the, 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 the astronomy, astronomy dude. Yeah. The astronomy um, man. Yeah. Um, but I think I think he, he has something different. Mm. And, and, I, and I know he's evil, but okay. but I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what he – he's only 21. He's got a lot of growth, so that's yeah. what I think. Well, Whereas yeah. the old people like, I don't know, like Julie and like, like Poe's just like 35 and all that kind of stuff. Poe can't like, cook. No, she can't cook. And, and, and this one's like, like old, they don't have like old so dogs. So Julie Poe, we're not going to see. <laughs> no, no, no. But okay. Aaron, okay. astronomy man. Well, you heard it here, folks. Comedian and actress extraordinaire oh, Honor Wolf is calling Aaron to be the winner of MasterChef and Season she also, 1 Australia. She, uh, so there we go. Yeah, that's that's it. We've heard from Honor Wolf. Aaron will be Season 1 MasterChef Australia, the MasterChef. Um, and we've also we've also heard... That uh, she believes that women have an expiry date. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll Sorry. see you next time. <laughs> see you. Take care. Say bye, Honor. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.